This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Hello everyone, this is uh, Uncle Mark. Uh, this is uh, Game Week 7, Episode 75. Uh, I'm joined by my um, uh, guests, uh, Samo and Steve. Hello, everyone, and it is an honour to have my Uncle Mark as a podcast special guest. Um, of course, I'm also joined by my co-host, Steve, for the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. Reflections. OK, it's time now for Reflections. Yes, thanks, Mark. And we have a quick recap of the last game week, in case you were in another planet or something. Of course, City beat Chelsea. Some cracks beginning to show in Chelsea's armour. They've lost to Juventus and City now. I think the absence of Mason Mount is a bit damaging. And United, of course, big shocking loss to Villa. Quite a lot of pressure on Solskjaer at the moment. They've not had... A great start to the season and, of course, Arsenal demolished Spurs and Nuno is under a ton of pressure. Uh, Samo, but uh, can you just talk us through last week's predictions? I don't know if you remember the podcast last week and the comments that you made uh, about the United game and also the comments about the Arsenal-Spurs game. Yes, I did say that United would beat Villa and that Villa playing well in a game they lost 3-0 wasn't relevant, which... I admit I was wrong since Villa did pull off the shock victory against United. And, and, and who predicted that? Uh, Steve predicted Villa would win, yes. Yes, they did, yes. But um, <laughs> Arsenal-Spurs, I think it was, it was a 50-50 game. I don't think I got... I, don't think I, I might have predicted a Spurs win, I'm not sure. But I think Steve said Arsenal would win easily and he was and correct. They did, they did, yes, yes. <laughs> Is that the end of the reflection, Sam? Uh, just a very quick injury recap. We have Bamford apparently is still out. Shaw and Trent Arnold are both red flagged. and well, I'm not sure Shaw is a bit closer than Trent Arnold, but both will be both looking like they're going to be out and until the next international break is finished. And what's the news on Antonio? Antonio, uh, I think there was a small injury scare last night, but I'm not too sure on Antonio. I I think he hasn't he hasn't got he hasn't his flag hasn't changed in on, F, on the FPL website, so he might be all right. And they play Sunday, so he's got an extra day to recover. Yeah, and that's all for reflections. Very good. Manager of the week. Hello, now time for the manager of the week. Let's look at the top five. Yes, a low-scoring game week, Uncle Mark. Um, the lowest-scoring game week of the season, 62 points, has uh, taken it this week. Uh, I think promising, because whenever the scores go low, it means the cream go high. 53 for Only Connect, 53 for the Sick Boys, Nils Wanderers, 54, 58 for Bangers and Mash. But just my luck, Saburi's team continuing this astonishing climb. Uh, they were 16th last week. They're 13th this week. They played the wild card. Sam, just to give you uh, the analysis of how Saburi, second week running, he's managed to win. Yes. Manager, of the, Manager of the week, two weeks in a row, is incredibly impressive. So hats off to Saburi. 
And their team, they had Vardy, which is an interesting pick. Of course, Vardy has started the season off very well, though Leicester haven't in general. But they wild Saburi, he wildcarded this game week, which is interesting. It worked out as he's obviously the highest scorer. He also has Saar as well and Cancelo, a very popular pick at the moment. Quite a few people are wildcarding Cancelo in, but more on that later. League table. Okay, time now for the league table. Yeah, league table uh, not looking good. It's a, a record low position for my own team in 20th, 3-4-6. But only 100 behind the leader. That's the positive sign. 10th, we've got Niels Wanderers. Haggerston's uh, dropping like a stone, 3-9-4. The Pharaohs are 400, 4-7 for Bangers and Mash. Big one, Matthew. Sam's team, 407, 409 for the Sick Boys. Montmartre also on 409. 4104. Popcorn Party Pooper on 412. 412, 425 for the Spurs and Greavesy. But the lead has been cut. Remember the overconfidence from Ollie last week. 22 points. Uh, the BBC's Ollie Doward still leads the way. He has never led so early in a season. Surely, Sam, your view. But 42 points, his low score, has Ollie peaked? I would say he hasn't. He's an early season favourite for the title. I will call it now. He's but obviously a very experienced player and his one... An experienced player with a massive Manchester United bias. Uncle Mark, you are unusual in that you're a United fan from Manchester. Can you think... I mean, you've only just seen Ollie's team. Do you think he can go all the way? No, 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 absolutely not. No, no, no. Exactly no. right. Okay. Talking points. And time now for talking points. Yes, and I have two talking points here. One is, is it time to swap Ronaldo to Lukaku as United's fixtures get quite a lot harder in the next few game weeks? Whereas the complete opposite for Chelsea. They play Southampton, not the easiest game, but then Brentford, Norwich... Newcastle, Burnley, you can see a ton of goals in those fixtures. Steve, will you be making this popular transfer? I won't be because the wheels have come off at uh, the Chelsea HQ. They've lost their last two games. The Tuchel bandwagon is now over. He's a defensive manager and Chelsea are a spent force. 13 out of the 20 BBC pundits predicted that Chelsea would win the title. I can tell you that they will not. It will be Liverpool or City. With City, probably the favourites. They won it by 12, 13 points last season. Lukaku marked out of the game against Juventus. Lukaku doesn't turn up much in big games, a bit like Bruno and Kane. But against the smaller teams, he should excel more. So, in short answer, keep Ronaldo this week. They're at home to Everton. Ronaldo can score versus anyone there. Not worth it. I think a lot depends on if Lukaku's on penalties, because... It might still be Jorginho, but then again, Ronaldo isn't guaranteed to be on penalties. Because apparently, Bruno was meant to, is still the penalty taker. I mean, you said in an interview. So, what's your view on that? Is it too risky to captain Ronaldo? There was a lot of chat penalties? that Martinez was in. The, he said when the penalty was awarded, Cristiano, you take it. He was Argentina, you know that sort of stuff, and then Argentina, Portugal, uh, and then. 
He said, no, Bruno, Bruno took it. Because Martinez wanted to face Ronaldo, best penalty taker in the world. So Bruno took it. He put it 14 foot. It actually landed in Uncle Mark's garden. Yeah. So the, the, I don't think that will happen again. Ronaldo will take all future penalties. A bold prediction, but could be some merit in it. And, and now on to the second talking point, which was a small one, but... There has been a ton of injuries lately. Shaw, Bamford, Trent Arnold, a lot of managers are wildcarding. Do you think, I can't say for your own team since you've already wildcarded, but do you think this is a sensible time to wildcard? I think where you are, Sam, you are pushing now You're within 44 points of uh, Oli Doward and Oli Doward is starting to lose his early season impetus. Don't forget, he's already put his big bonus chip out game week one, so that's wasted. So you you are very much in command of this season. Just hope that the pressure does not pay. Yeah. At the end of talking points. Yeah. That's, one yeah. more talking point, a bonus talking point. Luton Town's complete performance against Coventry City on Wednesday. I don't know if any of you on the pod have watched the highlights, but 5 0. The best performance in 16 years of watching Luton live. Adebayo, Cordic, Berry, all absolutely superb last few games. So if you haven't seen it on YouTube, um, and that's particularly for you, Mr. Mark Burrows, I would suggest you rewatch those highlights. Game Week Preview. Okay, so now's the time for Game Week Preview. Uh, we have Manchester United versus Everton at 12.30. We have Burnley versus Norwich. At 1,500. Okay, let's stop there. Sam, your prediction for the United Everton. Uh, you got it very wrong last week, so um, what are you going for? I see a bit of a disappointing draw to pile more pressure on Solskjaer. 1-1. One, one. Well, I'm going to stick with what I did last week. I said Villa would win, and they did. I'm going to go for an Everton win, and I'm going to say Gray is going to get the winner. And we have Burnley, Norwich, as Mark said. I think... Can see a draw here possibly. Easy win for Burnley. Okay, so we have Chelsea versus Southampton at uh, fifteen hundred hours. I'm going to go with a narrow Chelsea win. I think that will be a surprise draw. And we have Leeds uh, versus Watford at uh, fifteen hundred hours. I'm going to go with a comfortable Leeds win. A comfortable Leeds win for me as well. Uh, Wolves versus Newcastle at fifteen hundred hours. Uh, apparently Wolves Newcastle games have often been drawn, so I'm going to stick to that. One-one. That is another comfortable Wolves win with Jimenez back on the score sheet again. And we have Brighton versus Arsenal at seventeen thirty hours. I'm going to go with a surprise Brighton win. Important to point out that um, none of the three podcasters tonight will be able to watch that game because we will be. In a Cineworld exclusive <laughs> screening of the new James Bond film, which almost three hours long will take us well into Absolutely, looking forward to it. Early Sunday morning. <laughs> but I think Arsenal will win that. Sunday's games then. Okay, so we have Crystal Palace versus Leicester, 1400 hours. Are we going to go away? 
Palace win, and I think Rodgers could be sacked after this. I think you're right. I think Rodgers is in trouble, uh, overachieving, uh, underachieving at Leicester, given the money that's spent. So, uh, Edouard on the score sheet. Okay, we have Spurs versus Aston Villa at 1400 hours. I'm going to go with a very, I guess it's kind of a shock to say this since Spurs are in such bad form. I'm going to go with a narrow Spurs 1 0 win. I think if you look at any of the recent form <laughs> and the class act that Villa are now, Watkins will probably get two in a comfortable Villa victory. And the Spurs manager will also be gone at the end of this weekend. West Ham versus Brentford at 1,400 hours. I'm going to say this is going to be a draw. Brentford have been playing quite good football recently. So 1-1. One, one. This will be the game of the weekend. I think uh, Tony will be a star and I think it will be 3-3. And last but not least, Liverpool versus Man City at uh, 16.30 hours. Uh, Well, I think Liverpool at home here, so you can see a very close game, but a 2-1 Liverpool victory. And I will go for a City win by 1-0 in exactly the same tactics that they managed to beat Chelsea. Big one, Matthew. OK, well, I think we're referenced at the big one. Matthew this week is going to be uh, Ollie Watkins, who is going to stun the footballing world with a hat-trick at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So if you haven't brought him in, this is the chance. My team, your team. OK, lads, what are your changes for this week, then? Uncle Rock, I have wild-carded. A bold move and... I'll go for my team. I've got Ramsdale in goal, 4.5 starting for Arsenal, and I've got quite decent fixtures coming up. Then in defence, I've upgraded Marcel to Semedo, slightly more nailed, and Wolves have the good fixtures, Newcastle. And then we have Cancelo, who could in the future be upgraded to Trent Arnold, but he seems to be playing quite a lot recently, and I think City defence is very... Strong. Then we have Rudiger to capitalise on Chelsea's, once again, good fixtures, as mentioned earlier. Then in the midfield, Ben Rama, I've kept him. Salah, Saar, Allstay and Rafinha comes back in since, I think, as I said in the previous pod, Leeds players, now the time is to get them. But in the future, I could upgrade one of the three which aren't Salah to Grealish in City play Burnley next week and as for the strikers we have Jimenez Antonio and Ronaldo has been changed to Romelu Lukaku the big one who's on your bench on my bench I have Foster the backup keeper uh, Duffy Livramento stays and Basuma as the 4.5 midfielder okay Sam well you don't often listen to me and yet again it's another game another week where you haven't listened to me because I would have waited a week given how strong you are position Ollie Doward is there for the taking his early season form if you just one more week you've had you'd have had the two weeks of the international break just one change for me uh, and that is it is time for Mr Tony to come in and he has replaced um, I can't even remember Sam who, who did Bamford. I have? did I have Bamford uh, no I think I, I can't remember but anyway I can check now he's uh, I have to scroll quite a way down to find your team I've saved, I've saved Rondon 
He's replaced Rondon, who was only in for one week against Norwich. I'm a bit worried about the um, Burnley-Norwich game because Chris Wood could easily get a hat-trick against uh, Norwich, but uh, Tony was involved enough against Liverpool, so that's why he's in for me. OK, now it's time for the Golden Gamble. Uh, Samo, who are you uh, captaining? I can see two captain options in my team. Antonio against... Brentford, but I think Brentford have quite a strong defence. So I'm going to go with Lukaku at home to Southampton. Yeah, it's um, it's Antonio for me. Um, and I do this reference my last uh, paid engagement. Uh, wonderful football association with my good friend Joe Morrissey, the Brentford fan. And I don't think Premier League clubs have cottoned on to the fact that Brentford are vulnerable on the counter-attack. Uncle Mark, uh, who would you select uh, as your captain out of uh, the choice of Antonio, Ronaldo, Salah and Lukaku? OK, well, I'd have to be Antonio because I do worry about his uh, his pace, um, but I do worry about his hamstrings. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. <laughs> that is right. I mean, Antonio, he's got the pace. He's got dodgy hamstrings, but let's see what happens. The fourth official is indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Okay, so we're into extra time. Sam, I've really enjoyed it. Have you got any extra extra messages? It's been an honour to have you on, Uncle Mark, and thank you very much for coming onto this podcast. Um, I think it's a very, very risky game week for me. What I've wildcarded. Uh, Let's hope it pays off. I made a few gambles. Yeah, and a lot of people, when I explain to them, when I meet them in different walks of life, and I said that Samo and Steve, apart from our Luton Town allegiance, are massive Manchester United fans. And they say, what is your connection to Manchester? And Uncle Mark, I think you have conclusively proved that you are a native Mancunian, one of the greatest cities in the world. Well, thank you, Stephen. I really, really appreciate that, uh, you know, that, that comment. And uh, I hope you can join us again. It's a special episode. It's our 75th. Maybe we can uh, record the 100th in the, a little uh, establishment near Old Trafford, uh, right up in the centre of that town. But for now, it's good night from us all. Good night. Goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.